Hello guys, welcome to Art Friends. I am Opalia, and why do I always sound the same in the opening? I don't know. I am today only with Coda because Craig was being a dum-dum and just didn't uh, like our audio, so we... Uh, yeah, hi. Hi, I'm here as well. Also, you sound the same in the opening every time because you are a robot. Beep boop, mother effer. <laughs> I really, really want that to be a cartoon character. Some robot that delivers really cool lines, but really like lame cool lines in like this just very static robot tone. <laughs> and the whole time he is just like, uh, like censoring himself whenever he says something. Uh, he can actually make the beep noise. Yes. When he says a swear word. It would actually be ironic if he would just say beep. And then they're like, aren't you a robot? Aren't you able to do that yourself? And he's like, no. <laughs> That's my brother, Jeffrey. He can do that. My brother beeps like a sailor. <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, as you can hear, it's only Coda and me in this episode. Yeah, Cohen has abandoned us. We still love him, though. We do. We. <laughs> what a great noise! Just where? <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my composure from Cohen leaving us behind. Your voice actually sounds sad. Well. Let's talk about anime. <laughs> oh god, my audio has peaked so much, you should have seen it. That was just like... Pchoom! Oh, lovely. But, I'm just like yeah, me. since Cohen's not here, we get to weeb out again. Yes. I mean, Cohen would be here, but it's like too late o'clock for Cohen. What time is it? It's too. That's a that's a line the robot would deliver. It's too late o'clock for you. Seems like we are going to do character design this time. <laughs> I really, I really want a good name for this character. Uh, I'll probably come up with one throughout the episode. I have it, Robob. Robob. Yes. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Wait. Rob Bob. <sighs> it's so fun to see my audio pike, by the way, right now. Pike. Audio um. pike. But, uh, yes, we're going to be talking about anime. In particular, we're going to be kind of breaking down and just... Overall, talking about the art of an absolutely gorgeous anime. Well, what anime? Oh, I was hoping you'd finish my sentence. I guess we're not, like, okay. It's Violet but Evergarden. You done did it! We're gonna be talking about Violet Evergarden. I'm sorry, your frequency was so low that I couldn't read it immediately. Was that a <laughs> joke in my voice? <laughs> Oh god. Uh, I will not I, say anything without my lawyer. <laughs> I think there are 
frequencies so low that humans cannot hear them. And it would be it would be funny if someone's voice was so deep, like they just had so much testosterone <laughs> that uh, you just couldn't hear them speak, but you felt it. Like that one voice um, that always is like the summer, but deeper. And then just <laughs> instead of hearing the summer, you just f- feel like the. <laughs> It just gets transmitted into your mind through the vibrations. You you just sense this summer, and you're like, what? Whoa! <laughs> it's just like morsing, morsing, morsing. I don't know what. Uh, Morris code. Morse code, yeah. Uh, where it, like his voice just goes beep 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 beep, beep and then you know what it is. <coughs> yes. Imagine Tom. Also. Also, fun fact, I am recovering from a sickness, so I'll probably be coughing or whatever very regularly throughout the podcast. Luckily enough, there is no sickness that is scary enough to make me scared of you. We're we're in a Discord call right now. Yeah. If that... I'm sure that helps. However, I... By the way, guys, before Koda is going to talk about something boring, I will say something funny. (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry, I had too much iced tea. Um, we have a running gag in our friend group uh, where whenever someone gets sick and someone else gets sick after them, we just say it's a compu- computer virus. And uh, I still believe that Coda is going to give it to me. Yeah, I already... So I got Jack sick. Speed what? or Aiden sick. I, sorry. Oh, no, I... And this, uh, it sounded like you were saying one word, saying Jacksick, and I was like, "What is Jacksick?" No, I got. I already got size speed and Cohen sick. You will never get me, Coda. I am running too fast. <laughs> oh, but let's let's get into the anime to get a good yes. leeway. I would r- Naruto run away. <laughs> no, let's go into anime. Ha! <laughs> I did it. I'm better than you. <laughs> Can you guys tell wow. me I'm a little bit over-energized today? I am very sorry for the rest of the episode. Too, too much iced tea? What, was that the issue? Yes. But how did you know that I was drinking iced tea, Coda? Because you said it like no, 10 I didn't. seconds ago. You are so caffeinated right now. <laughs> but, uh... Actually... Yeah, let's get into the anime. So... so is, ice, is iced coffee just iced tea? But caffeinated. What kind of what? <laughs> oh God, you know, I'm so giggly. <laughs> I don't even know what t- kind of question that is. Yes. But uh, mm-hmm. so let's talk about Violet Evergarden. Me and you have recently been watching Violet Evergarden together, and. We we stopped a bit recently because I got busy with school, but it recently. we were two months. How ago. far were we? Seven episodes in. Yes. And from the seven episodes I saw, it the artwork is a masterpiece. It is gorgeous. It's you, such a pretty show to look at. It is the only thing prettier than the show is Coda. Hey, and you get to have both at once. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that reaction was a little much. 
But, uh... Mm -hmm. So... We're gonna try to figure out why it's so pretty today. And let's just start off with a very basic idea of kind of character design. Because I feel like the designs in the show are absolutely gorgeous. So, I don't know. What do you think is the strongest design element in the characters of Violet? Like, what, what's the best design? Uh, design like, what are, they, what are they good at? Sorry. I think especially showing the personality through the clothing and the way they style their hair. Uh-huh. That's one thing to show it. Wild, uh, for example, Violet has very um, clean hair, very strict hair style, I would call it, because it's like the braid that is um, very close to her head and, and twirled into like a bun in the back of her head. That's a very um, strong and enclosed hairstyle while she herself was a little bit more you know i'm standing here i'm i'm, I'm here you cannot really move me away mm, right yeah. but it's also s cute in a way just like her yes but <laughs> i think a lot of shows there are certain default hairstyles of ponytails mm -hmm. or but like with violet they kind of just do whatever they feel like the character would wear. And because of that, all the characters have an incredible fashion sense. <laughs> yes. Like, there's oh. one guy... What is that, what's that blonde boy name? I don't... It's a female name, I think. Like, But he is so fashionable. He is... A 10 out of 10. What date? No. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think they kind of... They kind of take certain liberties on character design when it comes to clothing and hair that aren't traditional hairstyles or clothing methods, but they really suit the characters well. Exactly. That's what I think is very important about anime, to explore how to make your characters look different, even though they're... Um, I wanted to, the car to pass. Uh, to make them look different without using the same generic thing where every character just has black hair and then the main characters have like pink hair. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, pretty much every magical girl anime ever. Besides Sailor Moon, yeah. the main characters have like blonde hair, black hair, brown hair. One with blue hair, but uh, we don't talk about her because she's a cutie. I mean, they're more with unnatural hair colors, but you know what I mean. Yep. I think uh, Violet does a wonderful job of this. To make something grounded in reality, but then to put a spin on it that's very particular to the character. And this is... You, you shouldn't let kind of what existed dictate what you have to design a character like, but you should let it inspire it. Mm -hmm. So for example... I'm I'm designing a king for a thing I'm working on, a webcomic that's Ooh. hopefully coming out soon. And I haven't actually talked to Polly about this, but we'll we, we talk about it soon. But I'm working on designing a king, and I did a ton of research into medieval clothing and like what kings wore and stuff, and gathered a ton of reference photos from different kings from throughout history. And then I took little bits and pieces from their outfits and I interpret them in a way that 
is grounded in reality, but at the same time, this is very specific to how this character would dress. And this isn't how any of the kings would have dressed. Exactly. So I think I think there's an element of of very creative design that happens in Violet that a lot of mm-hmm. anime is missing. I mean, what you mean does make sense. For example, just like Koda is making his own story, I am too. And I have mostly based my characters off first of what do I like in character designs, then what do I want the character to look like based on the base personality that I'm giving them. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you're very inspired by modern clothing, but you're not limited to it. You're not restricted to it. Exactly. So that's where I think people go wrong. They, they pick a time period or whatever, and then they're like, this is how I have to design this now. Exactly, but what people also should keep in mind, or what you guys should keep in mind, is always remember that even if... Um, there's like one strict way to clothe yourself in that er- like in that time period that you're doing. Always remember that just because they have rules doesn't mean that you can like bend them, that you can not design your own outfits. Like you don't have to make five hundred Cinderella dresses just because the Cinderella from Disney did it like that. Yep. Totally. Totally. There's no rules. And that's the best thing about art. It's one of the few things or there's no rules. Exactly. And I mean, it is always beautiful to have something historically accurate because people that actually care for that are very happy about it. But, for example, if it's a fantasy story and you're just like, yeah, I want the clothing to be inspired by uh, the Elisabethan era. Oh, God, I butchered that. Um, then do that. It only has to be inspired by it if it's fantasy, I think. Like, obviously, fantasy also should have rules, in a way, but don't... Make them your own rules. Exactly. <laughs> there should be consistency, but make your own consistency. It's don't like use cake. other people's. Make it a pudding. Make it a pudding. <laughs> Jeez, but... <laughs> who would have thought that our little talk before recording would actually do something in there? Hey, who knew? Actually, I think we got it recorded, so it may be an outro bit. Who knows? So you guys will only get this joke if you have listened to the full episode. Haha. <laughs> you need to listen to the entire episode. Yes. Skipping to the end is illegal and I will personally come around and punch your kick. Who who would win in that situation? Yes. Okay, I'm I, I won't challenge you. But <laughs> <laughs> you I shouldn't. think uh I think Violet Another super strong aspect of their character design, and I'll let you elaborate on this first because you seem to be uh, more passionate to talk about it than I am, even though I absolutely adore this subject, and this is probably what I've devoted a lot of my studies to. They vary the faces and body shapes a lot. Yes. Like, they don't just use the same face shape or body shape. Like, they they vary the accessories, the clothing and hair and everything, really well, but they Mm -hmm. also mess with the base, the human body. Yeah. I mean, with most of the characters, uh, it's like the same like thin girl body type, but that's mostly because in anime, 
or like in Japanese culture. I don't know, by the way, if it's from a Japanese uh, creator, so I'm very sorry if I misunderstood, but with most anime that are from Japan, the characters are thin because that's the beauty standard and they're trying to make it, well, to the beauty standards. Right. And it's the it's a similar way in America still. It's it's a bit better. Mm-hmm. Like but it's it's still similar. So although the My Hero girls bef- like in the manga I I'm so sad that they got skinned up because they were I love uh I love them when they were chonk. It was adorable. <laughs> chonk Tsuyu was the most adorable thing. Oh, she was so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> It was adorable. <laughs> Just you being like, oh, she was so tiny. But yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, in anime they kind of do, everyone's kind of thin, and you'll realize anyone who's not thin is usually like a... Comic relief. Or yeah, a villain. Com- comic relief or a villain. That's kind of a sad part, though, about like many shows and many art styles is that... The villains, most of the time, are the ones with the, I would like put this in quotation marks, the ugly features. But for example, like, scars in main characters are like the maximum that's going to happen to a main character. Then they're like, oh my god, I had this very traumatic backstory, and that's why I have this scar, and it really <laughs> scarred me. <laughs> Yo, what did you do? I put my head in my desk after hearing that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is your desk okay? Oh yeah, <laughs> this piece of wood is fine. My head... <laughs> my... <laughs> Don't worry about my head. The desk is the one that's in jeopardy. Yes. Is desk John okay? Desk John. <laughs> Uh, That's probably a real thing, is the weird part. I can imagine that being a real thing. I mean, the planet we are living on right now has an anime persona. I wish I was joking. (laughs) Earth-chan. Have you ever seen her? She's actually quite adorable. I do. I actually really enjoy the color scheme. Like, the the hair and everything. Are you kidding me? You enjoy the color scheme that is given by the literal planet we are living on? (laughs) I can enjoy it. No. Oh. Aw. Don't be sad. Eat some Snickers. Don't advertise products on the show. (laughs) Eat some very delicious chocolate bar that I will not say the name of. That's... Now you're still advertising it because you're implying the product name and then reinforcing that it's delicious. But I'm... It's a chocolate bar, dude. It's like Anyways. saying... Anyways. Here, eat this bed. By the way, the bed is made by, I don't know, Cargo. I don't know who Cargo is, but you welcome, Cargo. Cargo, you're my favorite bed craftsman. But... Violet's character design with faces and stuff. They have the mm-hmm. character. What's the bug type gym leader one? Uh, <laughs> the one with like the mole there's, beauty mark. Just for context, there's a girl with short brown hair. She's wearing a green dress. She has a mole under her eye, I think. No, next to her mouth. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's and like she, on her lip. 
and she wears glasses. And Koda the whole time was like, she looks like a bug type gym leader. <laughs> she does. She does. They all look like gym leaders. Yeah. But I forgot her name, sadly. No worries. But yeah, I think, like, her face is definitely just a different shape. And even, like, the little details on it with, like, the beauty mark than mm-hmm. what you would call it. Violets or that girl with the red dress. <laughs> Who, by the way, is wearing lipstick, so even that makes her face look different. Like, she has bigger lips. Yeah. So so they do a very good job differentiating character to character. <laughs> Differentiating. But personally... And, and that's a very, di- like, not very, very diverse cast, but it's definitely more diverse than I've seen in many anime. Yes. Uh, Personally... Same face syndrome, as a lot of people call it, where every character Mm -hmm. has the same face shape, is something that I used to kind of struggle with, because I used to do very geometric heads, and what I mean by that is every head would be a shape, like every head, like this girl's head is a circle, and this guy's head is a square, so I'd have like four characters with square heads, but more recently... I've, I got into caricaturing and pushing the face a lot. So now it's hard for me to draw the same face twice. Even if he wants to? Yes. But I, I would recommend that to anyone while on the subject. If, if you're ever struggling with what a lot of people call fate, same face syndrome, do I mean, caricaturing. That draw and... references of people. That and... If you do characters, maybe try to put in some things that are not, like, the cookie-cutter beautiful. Like, make things that aren't considered beautiful beautiful. If you want to, that is. Right. Obviously, I'm not forcing I, anybody. I consistently draw girls with very big noses, just because I find it beautiful. And uh, But it's not like, like, a lot of people, when, when you go on Instagram, the first thing you see is a girl with a button nose. Try some button nose. <laughs> but like that's a great way to get out of same face syndrome is literally just draw conventionally unattractive facial features mm-hmm. for example as Koda said big nose or you know where the nose takes a hook because I think you see it in like beauty um, magazines like the quote-unquote perfect face where it's a button nose that doesn't have any bumps or blemishes but most of the time people that are like have like conventionally beautiful faces even have those small nitpicks that aren't beautiful that people forget about may it be a mole up under the eye may it be uh uneven lips you don't see it in the first place because the person still looks beautiful and for example even acne can look beautiful. Also, also that's more on the body part uh, in this case, but y'all. Stretch marks are literally just free lightning tattoos. <laughs> like, I have heard that saying so many times, and I love it, and I need to say it every time. And guys, I am... Um, imagine, you're the goddess of lightning. Isn't that cooler than being... Uh, the goddess of having clean skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think, I don't know, just drawing 
exaggerated faces to me it might it might not be to some but is is really really fun it's just so much mm-hmm. fun to like push a face to its limits and that's why i always recommend caricaturing to everyone and just just get a reference image of anyone a celebrity uh, someone you find on the internet lineofaction.com and go to expressions that's a really good thing to do but and then draw that except push a lot of the limit uh, push a lot of the features to its limits draw exactly the reference except draw it with big cheeks tiny eyes big nose small mouth big forehead so on and so forth mm-hmm. and then for example if the person yeah. has a very pronounced lip shape you over exaggerate the mouth yeah uh what there was a caricature artist who defined caricaturing as making anything that stands out from the average more obvious. Mm-hmm. As I said, like more defined lips. Exactly. Or like if they have a very cool eyebrow shape, then draw the eyebrows, but big. Draw them eyebrows. <laughs> but <laughs> let's see. But yeah, I think character designing, they, they just do a good job. And of course, they don't really push it much. Like, I, I, I've seen animes push it much farther when it comes to different face shapes. However, they do a good job of not making everyone look the same. Like, they, they, they hit a happy medium. Yeah. I mean, as soon as the, they are not colored in the characters, you can see that many faces are actually very similar looking. Are they? A good example for recolor same faces... Um, I overall don't like that anime, so I can bash about it as much as I want. <laughs> uh, uh, Sorted Online, because they're the g- girls, especially, have such similar, fa- yeah, similar face shapes. And I've played a game uh, recently that is made by the maker of Sorted Online, where you can actually play in that world. Because my friend had it on her um, Switch, and I was cur- curious if it actually is good. Is it? Dude, you know how at the switch, like, the agreeing button is the A and the cancelling button is B? Yeah. They switched that. That's, like, been the thing, Yes. for, like, all the video game consoles. Right? It's always at the same spot. Why would you change that? That triggered me so much when I first played it and I was like, why am I always disagreeing? And then I saw that the disagreeing button is the agreeing button that is, like, the button that is normally agreeing. Like, you can do things differently. I don't mind it. But if you change my buttons up, I'm getting my buttons down here and... <laughs> That's the same... Oh, would you say they pushed your buttons? Yes. But that's the... <laughs> That's the same issue I have with, like, Starbucks sizes. I can't... I have no idea what the Starbucks sizes are. And I'm just like, I want to... I want a small coffee. And the lady at the counter is like, Ugh, you mean... And then insert size. Regular. Is that what the small is called? No, that's the regular one. What? Like, the medium size. The general size that they normally use. I think. I know that Grande is big. It is. However, uh, yeah, I I don't have too, too much else to say on the character design front because I want to keep it moving. Do you? 
Yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's, Let's dang and do moving. it. Let's talk more about scenes and animation, like the actual content. Actually, the there's itself. one more thing. Um, where we were talking about like anime with good designs um, and diverse bodies. I actually think that there are too few anime with a very differentiating bodies, but where you see the most different bodies is actually in movies of anime, because I think those have a bigger budget and more t uh, like production time to make different models to work off of. Right. Right. But, um... What I've seen mostly in, for example, shonen anime, is that there are the most diverse body types in general. Um, for example, One Piece is a good example, where they have very diverse bodies, especially women. Yeah, and One Piece is just like, what if we made this character almost entirely a neck? <laughs> yeah, true. One Piece is like, we could have a normal person, but neck. <laughs> As you said. And but then I would like say the... that they have the most diverse body type because the main character is all the body types. Exactly. And like, sure, there are like girls like Nami and Robin that are more... Um, the... You know, the big boob, small waist, big butt type. But then we have... Um, Dang it, I'm not good with names. I, Vivi, I think, was her name. That is a little bit more smaller on the boobage area. Yes. But I don't remember... As, like, I honestly haven't watched the whole thing because at one point it was just too many episodes. Oh, I, <laughs> I've watched like 40 episodes. No, I've watched more than 40, but I have not watched that many. Which I mean, most anime, if you say I've watched 40 episodes, you're like, oh, you're probably getting close to being done. <laughs> and then there's One Piece or Detec Detective Conan or even like uh, Naruto where it's like <laughs> you only have like a sixteenth of the story maybe even less Yeah, and One Piece is still going it's a scary thing that's the scariest part indeed anyways but, continue yeah. oh no I thought you were going to not talk about something else but I guess you're not Oh, I was. Okay, so, uh, just to keep it in the in the interest of keeping it moving, because we've already been recording for about 40 minutes. Uh, really? Yes. Let's dive into some more scenes and, like, animation. Like, the instead of just the character design, the overall aesthetic of the show. What do you think Violet does better that sets it apart from a lot of shows? I think of all the big panning out camera, like they are showing more of the backgrounds most of the time. Like it's definitely going to happen, or happening with other anime too. But um, like you see a lot of shots where they just show the city or where they um, try to show how pretty the places where they are, and um, even with like camera angles to the character. They definitely try out more things than I have seen in other anime where it's mostly character from the side, character from the other side, character, but from behind. Oh, mixed it, uh, switched it up on the third one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Broke the pattern. 
Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think, and I think Steven Universe does that too, uh, but it shows a lot more background art for Western standards. So it's so beautiful. Yes, and I love the background art in Steven Universe. I think, I just, I wish more shows would show the background art because it's absolutely gorgeous when done right. Mm-hmm. And personally, when I was watching Violet, and this has to do with backgrounds, because what made it stand out to me is so beautiful, is every shot has so much care put into it, right? In, yeah, in a lot like of the anime, lighting. Right. In a lot of anime, there's intent, of course. You're like, okay, it's aesthetically pleasing to put Natsu on this side of the screen. But with Violet, every shot has specific lighting that's intended to make it work perfectly. It has an overall color, and that's something you'll notice. Every, every shot, every area has its own color. So, like, this shot's really blue, or this shot's really green, or really purple, and it always fits the mood. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. What I've realized is that... Most of the time, they put the background color as the mood color. Like, there's a scene where Violet is sad, and the whole scene is just filled with blue. Exactly. I think I think the art in Violet is so focused on emotion, because that's also what mm. the writing is focused on, and so the two work oh, in tandem yes. to just make you want to cry. <laughs> I wish Dakota would uh, just over-exaggerate, but no. Dakota isn't over-exaggerating. <laughs> I'm not. It, it It is an absolutely heart-wrenching show. There was actually one episode where Koda was like, dang, I almost cried. Fun I fact did. about Koda, by the way, he doesn't cry really. Well, I didn't say I almost cried. I said I, I surprised I didn't. Well, okay. I... I, it's not like I don't feel emotion, right? I, my my input works fine. I can take emo- I can take things in and feel them, but my output is kind of off. I don't cry very easily. Koda, I think you're the robot character we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> my input is fine. My output is a little bit looped. Oh, that's great. But yeah, with, with when it comes to like emotion and stuff, the input's good, it's good all the way up until the output, and then my eyes are just like, nah, you're not going to make tears, or nah, you don't want to laugh at that. I mean, honestly, the only times I hear Koda laugh is when I do a joke because I'm actually funny. Haha. <laughs> Koda laugh, I will not pay you. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> The laughter, though, just the awkward. <laughs> uh, that's how people probably imagine you saying, like, how you are when you're saying that you're not able to laugh, really. Just you being. <laughs> not funny, didn't laugh. <laughs> funny, did laugh. L- laugh. Love, 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 love. I cannot say love for the life of me. Wait. I feel like I've heard you go through that exact laugh, 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 like ten, <laughs> ten times recently. <laughs> see, happiness is a mysterium for me. 
Yay. <laughs> you said it in such a, like, robotic voice. <laughs> but, yeah. So can what? we talk quickly just, Robotnik is like best waifu? Robotnik is great. I saw somebody did art where they switched Sonic and Eggman's silhouettes. So they drew Sonic in Eggman's silhouette and Robotnik, or Eggman in Sonic's silhouette, and it was horrifying. I. If you ever find that again, I need to see it for scientific research. Will do. But, uh. Excuse me. Also. I was gonna say, yeah, anything specific, because, like, when it comes to Violet, the mood and the colors are so beautiful, but, like, any reason why? Like, can you think of anything technical? They use blue. (laughs) (laughs) What what am I supposed to say? Help. Okay, Uh, I'll, I'll answer my own question. Coda, uh, what do you think do they use to, uh, like, what do they do to make the shots like they are? Now it looks like I did the question, huh? Yes. But, uh, I'm actually going to look up a couple shots from the show and kind Cheater. of break them down. <laughs> Cheater! <laughs> yes. Uh... Oh, I wonder what the manga looked like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I wonder if there is even a manga. Oh, yeah. Look, if you look through a lot of the screen, uh, a lot of the shots, at least what I'm looking at at Google, there's a lot of lighting coming from just behind the character and almost mm-hmm. framing them, in a way. Probably because it's the most beautiful lighting. Oh yeah, backlighting's gorgeous. And then there's always very, very soft lighting throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're doing is like, for example, if the sky is blue, they use an airbrush to um, make the, like, to put in a little bit of blue on the hair or on the um, shirt or something like that. Like, you can see that happening a lot with overlays of colors. Happening. Yeah, they 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 airbrush things and use soft colors, but they it's not muddy. They use it very strategically. All the small <laughs> shadows and all the shading is cell shaded. However, everything has a gradient. Yes. Everything has a gradient that goes along with the lighting, uh, even over the shadows. Like it's over everything. Yep. I'm figuring all this out. As we go, by the way, I didn't prepare anything, and I'm so this is all new information to me, and it's very fun to look at. Welcome Let's... to Art Friends, where we are prepared. <laughs> In a lot of shots, it looks like Violet's eyes are the most saturated thing, or at least like the most standout color. main focus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're always drawing you to Vi- oh, and she's almost always looking towards the camera, like, slightly off from looking at the viewer, but almost mm-hmm. right towards the camera. Yep. Oh, that's really smart. And then they make her eyes all bright, so you're immediately looking at her. It's like looking back at you. Oh, that's really good. I like that technique. 
Coda just finding out all the strate strategy strat strategies. <laughs> yes. Don't mind me here, I'm having a malfunction. I don't know, it just feels like so much care was put into the visuals. And maybe it's because it's yes. a shorter series, so they had like more budget per episode. Mm -hmm. uh, but it feels like every shot was done with like so much thought put into it. Yeah. Well, this this does raise an interesting question. What do you think makes a beautiful show? Like, what do you think are some aspects of a really well art directed show? I think in this case it's the lighting mostly, like the uh, way the shots are composed. How there are a lot of uh, naturalistic scenes mixed with the more uh, modern, quote unquote, not quote unquote, uh, modern in quotation marks. Uh, city, for example, around it. Right. Like the, there was that one scene in a cafe. I don't know if you remember that. I thought there were multiple. Yeah, but there's like the first time we were looking at the at, in the cafe, and then they um, were like we both were just like, oh god, that's so beautiful. Oh yeah, but we do that about every five seconds. <laughs> See, with Coda and me, watching a show or an anim a movie or an anime is fine, but we both are just like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Constantly. No one can watch with us. Like, you can, but uh, be warned. <laughs> but By the way, Coda, I have the DVD on up on Poppy Hill, and I want to watch it with you. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. So you will have to have some free time on Thursday. Yes, Thursday. I just decided it for you. Oh dear, I don't, but okay. Well, so. But I just decided it for... No. <laughs> <laughs> I put all that work into deciding it. And you, this is how you repay me. Yeah. Really. Be like that. But yeah, I think... We can agree that shows like Mob Psycho is absolutely gorgeous. Shows like Violet, and even like the Ghibli films. What mm -hmm. are some elements of a really well art-directed show that might not show up in a really poorly art-directed show? I think a good art-directed show is definitely one where people focus um, on how about the characters look in the world how to like i think what's very important in a show is to ground the character in the world for example with uh violet uh the clothing style fits the way the houses look like they they look like they're from the same time while with for example hmm I don't have a anime that I would call badly art directed from the get go. You could like, bash Sword Art Online again. True, but it's, since it's a fantasy game setting, it kind of me. It's hard to tell, uh, not to tell, um, to bash something that is literally fantasy. But um, honestly, for me, mostly with Sword Art Online, the problem is the storytelling and the character oh, yeah. writing. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. <laughs> it's sorry. I got just... I got so uncomfortable at one point because I missed the. So I was half paying attention to the plot the entire time I watched it because I didn't care, 
and I missed <laughs> the fact that uh, main character and main character's sister weren't actually related. And so when it started getting in at all that uh, romantic tension between them, I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> My Christian heart cannot take this anymore. Oh, and I think that I think she did at one point say, "I'm in love with my brother," and I'm just like, "No, I need to stop." You see, the same season is actually what gets worse. Yeah, like I don't know if you were at that point where Asna was literally, you know, the tentacle monsters. I, I don't remember it. I probably blocked it out. Maybe you haven't watched it at that point anymore, but um. I finished it. Oh. But I, How I, are you able to finish that, but you're not able to finish Violet Evergarden in a short time with me, Coda? I finished it, like, a long time ago. Squinting my eyes on you right now. <laughs> I didn't finish it in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just this once. <laughs> But I'm having my eyes on you. Fair. Yeah, I I think a well-art-directed show definitely has a consistent and iconic world and style. Like yeah, it when when I think of Avatar, I think of a vibe of clothing. Like they have mm-hmm. their own style of clothing and world. So like the thing is, like they they have different rules to our normal world. The rules all make sense. Like, the bending styles are based off fighting styles that actually exist. Yeah, and I'm just talking about the art as well. Like, the outfit designs uh, Mm -hmm. really match up with how they design all the villages, which really matches up with how they design basically everything. Everything is just so cohesive. It's just... uh, it It all fits into one singular style that has become Avatar. Exactly. And I think, um, especially, like, the character designs, the diversity, like, it all makes sense in Avatar. Like, it's so beautiful that even, um, like, anything, like, the person themselves, like, if you would just put them in a towel, everybody has their own distinct face shape. Everybody has their own distinct body type. Like, not very much different but for example if you put Toph and Katara next to each other two of the main characters they have such distinct different body types and it's beautiful yes to have the same character copy and pasted is so bland and boring looking at you saw that online just giving them different hair and eye color yes (laughs) (laughs) but I think uh, definitely having different skin tones and different body types in the same group is a great way to... Because I've actually noticed this. The more I start exaggerating faces and characters, the more I realize how similar characters look, or how boring similar characters look, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But that being said, are there any other elements that aren't just design that uh, (laughs) you see in a well-art-directed anime or show? Um. Hmm. It's expressions, like facial expressions. Uh huh. 
I would agree fully. Like, obviously in, for example, Violet, because it's more, um, I think, like, it's just my own perception of this. But for me, Violet is mostly concentrated on, like, making things look beautiful, too. But, um, what I've seen with Violet a lot is that um, even their emotions are very easily readable. And I think that's something very important about anime, that they um, need to have uh, easy, readable um, emotions. Because how will you tell a story if you just don't tell it with like your characters? Like You cannot just... I, like, you can, but it doesn't really work as well. Ghibli like, is the example, best at this. Yeah. Um, for example... I'm stuttering so much right now, I'm sorry. For example, if you have um, a character that is feeling a strong emotion, and then they're like, the voice actor is doing a stellar job at uh, showing that emotion, like they're just bawling their eyes out and like crying and uh you know stuff like that that's great like i think that's one of the best things about um storytelling to make the character look like um what they are feeling right exactly and i'm a huge huge fan of emotion that's capturing emotion in faces is basically all i do nowadays like that's what i've focused a lot of my art on mm mm-hmm. It's ironic, is... you are the one that is obsessed with emotions. <laughs> and my output is broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, my laughter though. It was just minion laugh. Yes. But, yeah, I would definitely agree. I think, I guess attention to detail, is that what that falls under? So, mm-hmm. like, little tiny things about lighting, or making sure to intentionally compose... <laughs> And oh, color actually, every shot. Yeah, that's actually a good example. Um, I was watching Whisper of the Heart, uh, like a scene from it with Coda and Cohen. And um, there was a scene where they sang Country Roads in um, like a room. And there was a window open in the background. And, you know, they could have just have it a still shot. But no, there was like one blinking light. No one would have seen it. But I, since I've seen that scene in like a lot of times because I really like it. Coda. Yes. I heard your phone. Sorry. <laughs> um but like there's like one blinking light that isn't even needed but they're still added it in and that's what you when you know that they're taking care of their movie and show like just small details that you wouldn't even realize that they are there in the first place. Right. Exactly. Just, and I think that's just a passion thing. If you're passionate mm-hmm. about something, you're gonna want to make it, even the smallest details, be as great as possible. Yeah, that's why I like Ghibli movies, because they're cute. They're beautiful. They're artistic. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> but definitely, you can tell a lot of passion went into Violet's art. Yeah. Like, that anime gets you to cry, that anime gets you to laugh, but it also gets you to like mes- get mesmerized by the beautiful uh, design and art direction. Exactly. But Coda, 
my dear, we have talked about uh, Violet a lot and all about anime. Do you have anything more to say? I don't really. Damn. Well, I mean, we've been recording for mm-hmm. over an hour, so exactly, we got but quite a bit of content out of this, I'd say. Exactly. But if, I don't know, you guys maybe have more ideas what we uh, have missed out on with anime, especially very well art-directed anime. Or if you just want to hate on me for hating Sword Art Online, then you can do that. (laughs) (laughs) For Um, sure. Recommend anime. Start a discussion about Violet. Why do you think Violet's so pretty? Because I hadn't really studied Violet's art before this, and I probably should have. Because yeah. I, as you could tell, had no idea how they did what they did. And I was just, like, trying to stumble through Google Images. Like, ah, the, here's a pattern. So. See, Koda uh, is like, I am searching for the patterns in the art style. I'm like, hey, art go brr. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, recommend an anime and I'll definitely make sure to study it a bit more. Exactly. And if you guys have anything to say on Violet Evergarden with uh, and tell us about it. You are free to do so. We would love you to have uh, to have like a little conversation. And I should also start doing more comment section stuff again because I haven't done that for like eight episodes now. Yes. So guys, if you like this video, then maybe consider leaving a like if you're on YouTube. And if you're on Spotify and this is the first episode you've ever heard of us and you never really knew we were existing, maybe you want to keep give us a follow. I don't know. Maybe you want to tell others about us. That would be pretty neato. Yes. Also, (laughs) we have an Instagram, art at at friends, uh, at artfriends underscore cast. (laughs) And we have a Discord server. Should be linked in the description of our YouTube video. Exactly. We also should probably link it on Instagram one day. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can link things in Instagram posts, though. Hmm. Guess you will never see us. No, but we have always the newest video linked on our Instagram post, and then you can just click on the video, click in the description, go to our Discord server, meet new art friends that you can friend art with. Yep. Good. See ya, guys. Love ya. All right. Bye. Bye. My audio has peaked more than my grades in school. (laughs) At least you had consistent grades, then. I think consistency is great until, you know, it's a bad consistency. It's like having cake that's supposed to be fluffy, but it's more like a pudding. But if it's like a pudding consistently, you could just pass it off as a pudding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a p- pudding consistency. That, that's my philosophy with grades now. If they're bad, just think of it like a pudding. <laughs> as long as they're consistently bad, pass it off as a pudding. <laughs> hey, what are these bad grades on your uh, report card? Bad grades? I only see pudding. Puts on sunglasses and walks away. <laughs> I feel like it would leave somebody so puzzled that they would just stop asking you about it, but it wouldn't change your grade at all. (laughs) 
Uh, stop being funny before we even started the recording, Coda.